This is Save Cell Chanel, episode 46. If you're new to this podcast, this podcast is dedicated to the different ways I save and sell one day at a time. And it is a raw, unedited, uncut podcast, a way to keep myself accountable to know that next year I can reflect on the progress of my saving and selling journey. And today is Tuesday, November 19th. I apologize that this podcast is actually two days behind. I normally upload on Sundays, but there's been so much that went on over the weekend. And as a result, I have a lot to tell you during this podcast. So on Saturday, I went and I volunteered at the Pancreatic Cancer uh Pancreatic Action Network Walk for Pancreatic Cancer. And if you've been following my journey, you know my sister passed away from pancreatic cancer in August. And I really wanted to find a way to help others so that other family members, people who are dealing with a similar situation, that maybe we can find a research or solution to this. And I'm so glad that I saw a Facebook ad in terms of Purple Stride, the Purple Stride Walk. And I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who donated to my page. I didn't really advertise it very much, and I was able to reach my goal a week. Not only reach my goal, but exceed it within a week of me volunteering. So I'm so, so thankful to everyone who donated to that page. And as a result of going to that volunteering event, I learned so much about that. And I do want to add a little of what I learned because... As a result of it, I learned that pancreatic cancer is curable. Uh, There were people who have been 11 or 12 year survivors. If you're unfamiliar with pancreatic cancer, it is the third leading cause of deaths in the United States that are cancer related. And a lot of people don't know the signs and symptoms. A vast majority of people, they get misdiagnosed. It's very difficult to diagnose pancreatic cancer unless the patient actually advocates for it or tells them, hey, look specifically for this. And a lot of people aren't, people just aren't aware. Um, there were even, I wasn't even aware of what the signs and symptoms were. And because I wanted to turn tragedy into triumph, I met so many amazing people in that network and I wanted to volunteer to help coordinate for next year's event. This uh, Purple Stride Walk has been going on for 10 years And they said that this has been a record-breaking year, not only in terms of financial contribution, but the number of volunteers and the number of people who walked and ran the event. And so it it was at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, and I'm so thankful that there were so many people. There was such positive, good energy. I had to get up at 4 in the morning to be there at about 5.30 in the morning in the dark. It was cold, but and I stayed there until around 11 o'clock to help break everything down, but it was so worth it. I loved meeting and seeing so many people, and cancer doesn't discriminate against any person's race, age, religion, anything, and it was so incredible seeing so many people come together for a cause and I really want to do what I can next year to help raise even more awareness so that's what happened Saturday morning um it happened the same time as the posh and sip coffee edition and as a result I didn't go to the last posh and sip coffee edition which was building your own brand Now, what I did was I reached out to the topic leaders, and if you haven't watched the YouTube video in regards to that, I have posted it on my youtube.com 
forward slash Sage Cell Chanel YouTube channel. Please go watch that. Or you can continue to listen and hear my tips. So let me get my phone real quick. Let's see here. Um, pulling up. So I reached directly to the topic leaders and let's see here. Please bear with me. I am pulling up my phone as we speak. Okay. So I spoke to Silver Serena and she is said here. Okay. So she said, I mostly ask them questions to ask themselves about their closet. Does it have a quote unquote theme personality or look that makes you stand out? I use Divine Duchess as an example of consistency with photos, logos, and verbiage. I felt like her logos with her bright cover shots make her stand out if you're scrolling quickly. And she had, and she said sales increased when she started doing that. I pointed out the consistency in care, packaging, and iconic logos. We talked about how you can spot a Kate Spade anything easily or the iconic little orange boxes from James Avery. If you get a repeat customer, will they know your packages when they arrive? I shared my rubber stamp I used to put my logo on boxes, my stickers with my social media I used to seal the protective plastic bag, and my business cards all with the same mermaid beachy look. I asked them to look up a closet name I came across called Beach underscore Styles who in my opinion nailed their brand and theme. From brands they carry to their photos, all consistent and recognizable. And now I'm going to pull up the word document that Jessica Hart Mom gave me in terms of her tips for branding or building your own brand. So bear with me. I'm pulling it up now. Okay. It's starting to pull up. Okay. And I'm going to work, uh, read this word for word. Okay. It says aspects of branding. Developing good relationships with target market. Tangible elements of branding includes products, including designers you sell, looks, prices, and packaging. Intangible elements of branding, customer experience, and customer relationships. Tips for branding. Develop good relationships through being known for quote-unquote sharing items. Share at least one item for each individual that follows you and or shares your items. Tangibles. Diversify your products. You don't necessarily need to stick to one brand or designer. Attract more followers by diversifying your closet. Who knows? A mom seeking baby products might like your women's clothing or shoes. Put it all in. Pictures should look consistent in same format. Take advantage of filters and app to glamorize and enhance photos. Be fair and consistent in pricing negotiations so that customers know where you stand. I typically don't go like to go over 30% of my listing price and will reject low balls. It eventually will sell. If customers see that you accept the low balls, they will never buy your items at the prices you want. Be consistent with packaging, including wrapping, thank you notes, stickers, etc. What does your brand look like? My brand has hearts. Intangibles. Customer experience. Work for those love notes. And if you don't know what a love note is, this is my side note. A love note is where someone comments something positive on your Poshmark closet as to they give you a ranking as to one to five stars and there's an option to leave a positive comment and which is visible in your Poshmark closet. So let me go ahead and continue on with the rest of Jessica's tips. 
It says, lovely jewelry from my favorite designer from a fantastic posture. Classy packaging. Everything is like new, and I feel like this came from a Tory Burch boutique. Thank you for treating your customers as VIP. Customer purchased two items from Tory Burch that look like they came together. One above and beyond with double dust bags and Tory Burch gift box. This is the best Poshmark purchase I've ever made. Thank you so much for the lovely note. My intent behind this costume is to inspire my daughter to be anything she wants in life. We also try to teach her about women pioneers. She will be wearing this costume next year for Halloween. Thank you again. Wrote customer thank you note that explained the significance behind the purchase. My daughter was Amelia Earhart for Halloween last year, and it made me proud that she chose a female pioneer for a costume, and she was beyond the Disney princess phase. Explain to the customer how important this item was in your life. Go deep and touch the heart. Customer relationships. Reach out to previous customers with similar items they have purchased in the past or even matching items. Example, keychain that goes with a wallet. If they had a good experience, they are likely to purchase from you again. Reach out to likers immediately by sharing the item directly with them in a bundle and offering a discount. I don't wait for closet clear-out days, but send an immediate offer while they are still interested and passionate about the item. Catch them in the moment. Respond quickly to questions. So that was everything that Jessica Hartmom stated during her branding tips. And that's pretty much similar to what I do already. But in terms of I used to do immediate offers to likers, but I've noticed that I don't get as much of a response as I used to. So I stopped doing that. I try to build up the likes and then I'll go ahead and do an offer to likers because if I keep constantly doing it immediately, then they'll see the notifications of all the different discounts that are going on. It just gets really frustrating. So I no longer do it as often as I used to. And then let's see what else happened after I did, after the Posh and Sip event was going on. I went and got my hair cut at N2N Barbershop and I found the hairdresser Christine Martinez through Filipinos of San Antonio group. I wanted to try it out. I really saw her, liked her style, saw that it was someone that I could align with and wanted to support small business. And I try to support small businesses as much as I as possible. Um, then after I did that, I recorded some videos. But I do want to mention my experience hosting my first in-app Posh Party. So last Sunday... I was co-hosting the Inna Posh Party, which is Sunday Funday. In that Posh Party, that's where the category was all categories, no matter what was in. And it was really great. So I wasn't quite sure what to expect. And I'm so glad that Poshmark had an actual YouTube video as to what the processes were. Typically, my experience in the past with Poshmark has been to read and assume that I know what's going on. And it was actually much, and you know, they planned this well in advance, but I completely almost forgot that I was hosting an in-app Posh party until I started getting all of these, I wouldn't quite say spam notifications, but all of these people constantly commenting in my Poshmark closet or tagging me in, in their posts. I was like, what is going on? 
And so I thought that they were com then they were commenting on my Poshmark turns eight post. So I thought, okay, great, this is something related to Poshmark. Like that's amazing. Until they started specifying that congratulations on hosting Sunday Fun Day. Please take a look at my closet. I would really appreciate a host pick. And this was going on. It started going on the I believe the Friday or Saturday before. Once they finally posted who the hosts were for the specific parties, people went specifically in each and every single closet and started spamming people and they would actually go and tag specific items that they would like host picks to go or to be selected and of course you as a in-app posh host you're allowed to choose five to ten of your own items to share to the party when you share it to the party it automatically goes to one of the showrooms that states um so when you Go in the Poshmark app. It says there's a party going on. Should you join? Question mark. When you click join, it brings all of the different options there in the Poshmark app. One of the showrooms is the general showroom where everyone is sharing to the party. And the other one is going to be the host showroom. So within that specific list are the, the items that the actual co-hosts have selected. And co-hosts can choose up to 100 items. And if they go beyond that, it just goes to the general showroom. And it says that you can select up to five to 10 of your own items. And it, ideally, you should be selecting from different closets, a wide, wide, wide variety. And you should be selecting from closets that are compliant with Poshmark's policies. And you should not be selecting items that are on non-compliant items, which is understandable. And I, of course, I went and I tried to give host picks to people in my own San Antonio Poshmark community. But I also went for those people who were actually sharing my closet and actually commenting. For some of these people, I would go in their closet and see if they've had hosts picks before. And I noticed they hadn't, so I gave them at least one. And the other thing that I, to make my life a little bit easier, and I will do a YouTube video for visuals uh, in terms of my experience of hosting an in-app posh party, but is the fact that it was easier for me to start liking items throughout other people's closets so that it would be a host pick. For me, this way, it was the, one of the easiest ways for me to choose an item because there's really no other place to bookmark within Poshmark except to use the like feature. And that is really one of the ways that you can choose an item and then really go back and reference it later on. The other, unless you use this share feature where it sends it via text or email, and I didn't really want to do that. To keep all the information within the app, I chose to use the like button, have it all on one page, and reference it during the party. The craziest thing is that I thought I was going to be so exhausted because the party is at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and I hear that's 9 p.m. and I'm usually in bed, but I was just so hyped by the time I was going through the whole process. I was there until the party ended because I was trying to... When people are leaving comments in actual closets, that is, an, that is a voluntary thing that a host is doing. If a host is sharing it to the app, there's no automatic notification that oh, so-and-so selected your item as a host pick. It just so happens that what I usually did was I'll share it to the party and then go back and leave a comment saying something nice. And I didn't have all that time to add all these emojis. I just said something really generic, such as I love your style. I've chosen this item as a host pick. 
and then I put all these hearts and that's it. But the people who are really into this, they added all these crazy hearts and comments and would like pretty much spam these people. And it's really interesting. It does create traction. Personally, I didn't sell anything during while I was hosting the event. But there were people who did comment and say, thank you so much for choosing my item as a host pick. It's sold today. I'm really happy. Thank you so much. So when people have been saying, oh, I don't really like host picks. I feel it dates things. I feel that, you know, it doesn't really do anything. I see where their point is. Typically, I personally do not change my title or my pictures to reference any host picks. It doesn't do anything. I just leave it as, as is because I still stick to the back, like my basics of keeping my background as wide as possible for search engine optimization, keeping my titles as clean as I can for search engine optimization, and that's pretty much it. Host picks do create good traction towards your closet and more awareness. I did notice that I was having so many shares, and I'm actually still having a lot of shares today throughout, even after I co-hosted on Saturday, but it's just been so much. I feel like a lot of people... They may not be interested in doing an in-app posh party because it turns kind of into a, you're, you get so distracted with the app that it turns into a spam factory. And even today, like I'm still having all of these people who are spamming my Poshmark feed and it's, it's been really distracting and it's been really difficult and I feel really bad for all these people. I'm typically someone who constantly shares back and I have not been able to do that. And I feel horrible. It's also been really difficult for me to see anyone who, who is, you know, making an offer. I have to use and utilize the tabs at the top of my newsfeed. It says at the top, all comments, offers, orders, likes, bundles, and shares. I have to sort through that to get what I'm looking for because my feed is so spammed right now that I just, I don't have the time to even respond back to all these shares and I feel terrible but you can only do so much and like I've said in the past I only sell part-time I am this is very like a hobby seller I don't do this I have a day job and I do this when I can to help the sustainable fashion mission to rehome pieces but other than that like this is not a full-time blown anything I just really enjoy doing this when I can and I was talking to Minka Lamore. She has done multiple in-app posh parties and she said that when she was doing this she felt like a Poshmark fairy like you get a host pick, you get a host pick, you get a host pick and it, it is thrilling. It's so fun seeing all these people so appreciative and getting excited. Another way to really pump it up or build connections and community is to put on your Instagram stories like, hey, I got chosen as a host pick and stuff like that. So it really raises some awareness towards your closet. I really see why people were very adamant about applying to host and at posh parties. And I would personally do it again. And I forgot to mention the reason why I even was able to host an in-app posh party. If you have followed my journey or if you've listened to my podcast or even watched my YouTube video where it says milestone program versus pilot program, the if you host a second Posh and Sip event, it qualifies you to host an in-app Posh party. And I have hosted a, I'm already hosted my third Posh and Sip. And so 
I've gotten to the point where I've been able to do almost everything. Unfortunately, it's within a calendar year that you have to accomplish these different potion sips. And I'm going to go over and share with you, um, let me see here, the milestone program. One second. Milestones. Okay, I'm, it's pulling up now. I'm pulling up the different events and what the difference is because I don't know it off the top of my head. And it's trying to load. I'm on the blog right now and I've noticed that there aren't very many Posh and Sip events going on. And it's because there's just, um, yeah, there's just because the Poshmark turns eight situation. Um, okay. Okay. So the first milestone is you just get a Posh and Sip kit. The second milestone, you get a Posh and Sip kit and host an in-app Posh party. The third milestone program, you get a Posh and Sip kit and $100 Posh credit. The fourth milestone pro, um, Posh and Sip kit is Posh Fixings Mystery Box. And if you don't know what Posh Fixings Mystery Box is, it means that there is an event that's going on, like, you, at the actual Poshmark store, you either get some swag, thank you cards, uh, tape, buttons, extra items. And then the fifth one is the Posh and Sip kit plus Team Posh Attendance. So it says the Posh and Sip program is our way of saying thank you to poshers who host multiple Posh and Sips throughout the ca current calendar, calendar year. So... It's a lot. If you're, yes, there are 12 months in a year, but if you're trying to put together five potion sips in a year, it is a lot because the fifth milestone, you have to give them a lot of notice ahead of time just so that Team Posh can actually coordinate and show up at your potion sip event. And it's just a lot going on. But overall, I'm really happy that I was able to host three potion sip events. I'm also going to be co-hosting two events in December for Poshmark Turns 8. I am going to be hosting on Friday, December 6th at Max's Wine Dive with Divine Duchess and Hanger Honey. We're going to be doing a champagne toast and some appetizers as well as just networking with one another. Tickets are $20 on Eventbrite. Please RSVP to that event. And then I'm co-hosting with All Z Details and JD. And we are going to do a party bus wine tour to Fredericksburg where we'll be visiting about three uh, wineries, having lunch in the hill country, and then being driven to and from. And I'm so happy we're doing that because I really, really, really wanted to do a party bus style. So that is a lot going on. And... On top of that, I'm getting ready for um, my trip to the Philippines. I'm trying to knock out all of these videos that I have going on on top of listings. So it's this year is going by so, so fast. And I can't believe that Thanksgiving is next week. There's so much going on. I'm trying to list and list and list as much as I can. Um, but I have a lot going on lately. I'm just thankful that all of the potion sips are over and done with. I'm also going to be doing a video in regards to what my whole potion sip experience was like and what I hope Poshmark does differently. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to go ahead and leave this podcast here. And if don't forget to always follow me on Instagram on Save Sell Chanel. Follow me on my blog and savesellchanel.com. And also... 
subscribe to my YouTube channel at Save Sell Chanel. So I'm going to go ahead and leave this podcast here. As always, I hope you have a wonderful week and that you find different ways to save and sell one day at a time.